We're back here at the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. <laughs> I know. It's, we're kind of tired. I know. We're really tired. We've been talking Star Wars for the last few days. I, um, and now we're going to release it. <laughs> yeah. I have not stopped. Oh, jeez. I had this whole theory on the color of kyber crystals, but you're, you're not going to hear it. Uh, you know, you know, uh, matter of fact, yeah, because that was on the off time, and then we're yeah. going to pick up with part two here. But before we get started with part two, a little FYI to check out some of our pals. Are, are, they help make this show. They support the show in great ways. Packrat Comics. Go to packratcomics.com. Uh, Eisner Award-winning Packrat Comics. You're going to win the award once. Huge honor. Pretty great. Um, I'm a big board game geek as well, and they have an awesome selection of board games. Like uh, They have the new Ninja Turtle board game show of the past which is really awesome uh they also have ghostbusters uh in the class well i consider it a classic sellers of Catan. um they even have all your different versions of monopoly there's other great games too like flux star flux other flux uh, capacitor <laughs> have you ever played flux before it's i have not it's like the rules change with every card it's 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 very unique I, gaming is kind of a blind spot for me oh really yeah. is it just not your jam or is this not done a lot of it or i just haven't done a ton of it i know there's even uh, a star wars board game that is considered canon at this point i might have that game we'll talk about, we don't Command? talk about no, no 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 i don't have commands i have, I have imperial assault Okay, I think that might be too. I think both of those might be. Okay, we'll 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 talk about we won't we won't talk about it in the main episode, but let's we'll talk, talk. Let's talk about it uh, while everyone else is listening to like the theme song. There we and go. I never mentioned it again. That is true. Yeah, there we go. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have great uh, board game selections. So for more information, go to packratcomics.com. Um, also. We talk about Star Wars books a lot in this show, like the Aftermath trilogy. Um, and you know what? I believe you can get the audiobook versions of those at audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. Um, well, in Audible, but if you want to maybe download one of them to give it a try, audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky gives you that trial. 30 days, get your audiobook, test it out. And uh, and then the little green comes our way, supports us here at the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. And here, hey, hey Nick. Yeah. Uh, as much as I'd love to people to get the Star Wars books, can I tell them what they should get from Audible? Yes, Lincoln in the Bardo. Yes, yeah. You know, I saw the interview with him on Colbert, get and it was really book. good. Uh, who reads? Is it the author? Nick Offerman. <gasps> oh God, yes. Okay, with his wife, uh, Megan Mullaney. Yes, uh, and Bill Hader. I love Bill Hader. I, and that's a horrible impression. I'm sorry. But so, yeah, Bill Hader so is amazing. Go get that book uh, on the good, the bad, and the geeky. And uh, send the money to Nick and the joy to the universe. Yes. And get a great book out of it, too. Right. I mean, oh. Well, I just remember they – well, I love Colbert. And they had a nice philosophical discussion about what the book was about mm-hmm. in broad terms. And and I was like, I want to read that. It looks very – I mean, it sounds awesome. And yes. I love that stuff. So, yeah. So, Lincoln and the Bordeaux, right? Uh, Bardo. 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 I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I think... I say shit wrong a lot. I'm going to say that you are probably correct. <laughs> I can't get... I, I have problems with people's names, so you're good. Uh... Now, for the shit I do, as, as Nathan would collectively say, uteamandteed.com. Uh, com. Uh, check out the first two issues of Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's pretty great, I think. As a matter of fact, eventually at some point we might do more. So just keep paying attention, reading that if you haven't read it, or just keep reading it if you've already read it and you like it. Or, uh, as Woosley would say, do it anyway. Um, also, Magically Unauthorized Misadventures of Rocky and Boinkle. Go to gbgpresentspod.com and check out the adventures of Boinkle and Friends. And uh, so... 
Last but not least, we are part of the It's All Been Done Presents Network, or IABDP. And speaking of the IABDP, Andy Bat hosts an interview podcast called Today's the Day. In it, he speaks with local people of note, many of them from the Columbus Theater community, like Eric here. I, haven't, hasn't he spoken to you on there before? No, he had. Oh, Andy, what the fuck, man? Get, get on your shit. But... <laughs> Uh, uh, he probably will not like that. <laughs> no, actually, no. Andy will probably dish it right back to me. Uh, as well, it'll be. Yeah. Um, but uh, in it, he speaks to uh, uh, tons of people from the local Columbus theater community. He also periodically goes on album adventures, mm-hmm. uh, where he is challenged to explore an album for the first time by a friend or a listener, who then comes and talks music with him. While it is currently on hiatus, uh, now is a great time to catch up. Today's the day is available on iTunes. It's all been done anyway. So check out iabdpresents.com. And I'll also throw out there. I think he posted the other day that he was thinking of working and bringing it back and he might abandon the event album thing maybe so get them while you're hot while they're hot before <laughs> they're 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 no longer done and it, yeah but, there's there's some good ones in there, there there's, uh, I, I, I don't listen to the album ones as much but i get the, the theater ones there's some really good ones. yeah like well again i've slowly been slowly integrating into the mad lab group mm-hmm. like or like well again i know faces really well but i'm horrible with names so like you were the guy that was with Shane and Seamus, and the you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and then afterwards, Shane's like, I was like, I well, I don't, I didn't have money for it, um, and also I don't think uh, Mike Weaver uh, wasn't doing the classes at the time. Oh, yeah, still, when, I, when I was uh, doing all the Monday night uh, improv, improv yeah. Drill stuff, yeah, yeah, and I just remember like Shane's like, you need to talk to to Eric. And I was like, who's Eric? And I was like, is that the guy from that? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that guy. Or like, really, the only person I knew was Woosley. Okay, sure. Woosley, and that and that's that's all I knew, and maybe Colleen, but that's okay. just because she's dating Woosley. Mm-hmm. So and engaged that, now, and they are engaged. Yes, oh, which is really awesome for them, um, because the joke was I always heard that that will never happen. <laughs> that's the joke, but I was, so it was nice to see that it that was. It, it was. Yeah. So there's, um, there's been a lot of jokes through Woosley. That's the problem. We've been in Mad Lab for a long time. <laughs> Like Laura is the worst, which and well, she's not the well, worst. We knew that right away. <laughs> uh, well, so yeah, we have Eric Sternberger here. Sternberger, uh, yes. dear Jesus, fuck, yes. God, oh. God, this, the Sternberger effect. Uh, <laughs> listen to part one to find out yeah, about the Sternberger. Yeah, effect. yeah. For more information, go to SternbergerEffect.com. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's not a real. We're thing. going to put the little asterisk there in like previous episode. Yeah, like uh, Marvel comic style. Yeah, and there was, yeah, and we'll have a little page uh, about it, and uh, it'll tell you. As a matter of fact, not only that, it'll t- go four episodes back. See to catch episode three thirty two. Yeah. So, um, but we talk Star Wars like nonstop Star Wars, yeah. and this is continuation of that. And again, during the theme show, we're going to talk about the crystal stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So Probably some other stuff. Yeah, the, the gaming and the gaming the, the, for the game. The game stuff. Yeah, that we don't never we'll never touch again. <laughs> yes. So, while I bore him to death with board game stuff, after the theme song, write episode 333, continuation of Star Wars. Excellent. As it's been publicized, the uh, the fate of uh, of Jar Jar is in the book. Yes, I heard about that. Where he's a street performer, <laughs> basically. Yeah, he's which for I, for for, for that is actually a nice. 
that that's probably the nicest thing yep. they could do for. Him. And then again, it is sad, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It, if it was me, I I would have. I probably wouldn't have been as kind to him. Now, granted, I didn't hate Jar Jar. I yeah. didn't like how they did him in the movie. He was annoying, mm-hmm. but I didn't hate him. I actually thought in Episode Three, like he had, he actually was a huge character. They, and they I made th- him a useful idiot. It really was, yeah. And yeah. I think I think, but people, George screwed the pooch so bad with episode one that by the time we got to that moment people were already just they didn't care he, he tried he tried way too hard to make him funny it's like they tried to pooch he, he was this poochy it's yeah. like that they, he tried so hard to he make was. him like him well, yeah, well and I get it too because in, in episode four or New Hope Star Wars yeah. you had the, the droids and how do I replace the droids? Well, I can maybe put R two D two and C three PO, but middle to the end. Mm-hmm. But we got to have the comic really. I was like, no, not you don't actually no. like the fucking opening where it's it's Obi Wan and, and Qui Gon. They got some good clips in there. They were oh, actually yeah. pretty decent. We don't need Jar Jar Banks like in that manner or tone that fucker down. And and you feel bad for the guy who played him a little bit too. Oh, again, poor guy. Yeah, because. I, I, I was it he said he was actually very clinically depressed for years and yeah. actually he's just like I'm finally getting over it I'm accepting oh my, God. my I mean, place you in think, that you think this is your break you think this is your thing this right. is right it's Star Wars yeah it just gets yanked yeah yeah so yeah. bad I mean all the extra Jar Jar Binks I, but yeah I, for that reason alone I think he is actually a hugely important character I will say I, I, I hate I don't know if I said this on the podcast before I do not like that's not true. I like Grievous, but I think Grievous is mishandled horribly too. You know, that's why it's like I wish the original cartoon was canon because then you understand where he came from and who he is more. Right. And then it's like, oh, uh, right before this, when he was escaping from Coruscant, kidnapping uh, um, Palpatine, it's like he got his chest plate crushed. Right. There was that moment of the um, the hammerhead uh, Jedi who was able, who crushed his chest plate. Like right, and that's fight. why he coughs. And it's like, oh, okay. So we're seeing an injured Grievous. This isn't a guy who has been, you know, uh, like injured this whole time and just asthmatic. If you ever get a chance, I think it's. To, I, I just remember I thought it was very laughable. Is um, the commentary for Episode Three is when Obi Wan shoots him in the heart and kills Grievous. Yeah. There's a moment where George is like, "This is really great because it's foreshadowing of what he's going to do to Anakin." I was like, "Really? How? Shooting him in the heart?" Well, that he's half man, half machine, and that he is. There's still something man in there, but or you know, living. Sure. And I was like, "I don't get that at all, George. I don't get that at all, sir. I tried really hard. I mean, they're similar." Right, but there, you did not set that up well enough, too. And I was like, if that's your yeah. intention, like, you should probably, Grievous should probably have been in episode one, and you see him get worse and worse and worse. Something yeah. like that, where, show him why he fucking hates the, like, really hates the Jedi. Right, I mean, that, that, that's like, I, as much, I guess they're the same as much as, like, an ice cream sandwich is a sandwich. It's like, I mean, yeah, technically. You're calling it that, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a thing between two things. I, 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 I always... Some of the extra features on there are so cool. On any of those DVDs, where George was still involved, they're so cool. But the other times, just like a little bit of a delusional, like like look, Spielberg might be in Spielberg land now, and that's fine. I still love Spielberg a lot, but like one, I think it was on episodes one's the documentary. It's like a three hour documentary, and where you also see the wheels come off the rails like everyone saw like an early screening of the movie with half the effects done and yeah. everyone's like oh this isn't a good movie and then George's like well we're already this far we've got to commit does anyone have any notes and no one's like 
it's great, George. But you can see every like Rick McCollum, like yeah. no one's smart. Like oh, Rick. Oh no, yeah, no one's yeah. no one. Yeah, and Rick is like trying Rick. to bullshit his way through. Like I like Rick, but uh, early on, like very early on, by like, the making of it, he goes. So I'm playing with some character ideas, and uh, this is the droid. It's going to be a major force in the new Star Wars movies, and he's showing Steven, and he's like, and matter of fact. On this documentary, we're going to probably be on the. Feed. Would you like to direct episode one? And Stephen like looks at the thing he's playing with the robot because he's it's awesome. It's it's yeah. a toy. I love it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't think I should do that, George. You're like, oh, awkward, awkward, awkward. It's 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 one of my favorite because it's a beautiful shot. The sun is setting on Skywalker Ranch. Yeah. He's showing Stephen. Stephen's it's a toy. I'm playing with it, and then yeah. it's like I'm good. Maybe you should direct it. No, that kind of like that kind of like. Uh, the, the delusional stuff and how the stuff ties in reminds me a lot of what I didn't like about the old uh, extended universe. Yes, uh, it was somehow everything fucking tied back to Star Skywalker. Yeah, like, you somehow, don't have to do that. It's like it's a, it's a whole universe, but like somehow everyone's story somehow had to tie back to um, this Anakin one guy once fought uh, this or this person was was. Uh, so it, it was like weird backstory shit like they're telling the story about like some other person it was like oh and he once got into a bar fight with Han and that informed his whole life no who can't did that it's not even needed make it a random guy make him kill him give him actual give him an like the problem is is that everyone loves those other characters so much that it, well in comic books like I love comic books but you have to keep Guilty. the story going yeah sometimes well I, I love that I never thought this way when uh, Dan Slott who writes Spider-Man now yeah I love I love his amazing Spider-Man run, and Bendis has said this too. Uh, when I started reading into how to write for comics, is that um, they don't do it as much anymore because the medium's changing a bit. Um, which is, but Slot uh, grew up in the older way, which is first two pages you see all the characters' names that are in the book, and you got to do it subconsciously. If you do it too on the nose, they the reader will pick up on it. Mm-hmm. But, and also, you regurgitate the plot from the previous issue, so the new reader pick up the book and they know what's going on. Yep. And then, and then, and then, by the end of it, you not only finish the story that if there's any ties from the previous issue, you finish the story of this issue, and then you also set up the next part. Like it's yeah. always the middle chapter of a book. And I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, but I don't really look at it like that. Now, Bendis is a little bit, and also Marvel, like, they all are moving a little differently. They have the title page that tells you yeah. what's the ongoing start, so they're slowly moving away from that because they're more big picture kind of stuff mm-hmm. which is fine but like I was like that's fascinating I would never have done I, I've ne- I just don't think about that when I read a book so it's fascinating to see how they would do that I don't know why I got on that tangent <laughs> but yeah, but it's, I'm it's, sorry it, when they do that though it's like, well, it's like you've got a whole universe create your characters don't don't feel the need to tie everything back into and it took us yes, what you yes. said about how the last Jedi story everyone wanted to tell the, the last, last Jedi yes I, I, it got to a point especially with like some of the extended universe stuff that like another Jedi that survived the purge. Like, there's like 60 of them now. Why haven't they just bonded together and taken Vader the fuck down? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might not be a Jedi anymore the way you do it. Right. But you would have stopped Vader. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, now, okay. Now, and, you know, that that's when you throw, uh, oh, damn, what is, uh, that's when you go all kill bot on them. They have a designated amount, just throw bodies at it until they die. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, all right. On that note, kind of, do you believe Vader is the one who saved, purged, and, and was uh, uh, bring brought balance, or do you think it was Luke? See, on that, I think Vader brought balance. I do too. Balance does. You need it. Luke to do it. 
I mean, it's it's that whole, um, you know, it's it's like who do you listen to with news kind of thing. It's it's almost like he's got, like the prophecy is to bring balance. Oh, you think? Oh, well, clearly that means he's on our side, and he's going to balance out by getting rid of the dark side. That's not balance. No, you kind of start. Yeah, that took the universe down to. Yeah, a few. You got, yeah, you got the force sensitives that are always out there, and like the different races that mm-hmm. you know, are, are force sensitive. That um, with us, I'm, I'm really looking forward. They just announced a new book today, or uh, t- yesterday, earlier earlier this week, I guess mm-hmm. probably, uh, called "From a Certain Point of View." Sounds awesome, right? They get they're getting forty. It's for the fortieth anniversary of Star Wars. Okay, um, they're getting forty authors together to each tell a story about one random background character in A New Hope. That's awesome. And it's everything through that character's point of view. Yeah. I love when they do shit like that in anything. Anything. Like, I remember uh, a fucking animated series of Batman would do stuff like that. They'd do, like, one little... The kids would see, uh, you know, Batman and something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, when they did the Tales of the Dark Knight episode. Tales of the Dark Knight. Or they would, but they would always do... Uh, they, they, uh, I love shows that they do that where it's just a little bit of a different twist on that kind of thing. Always super rad when they do that. That is so cool. The, um, there's a book... Uh, I'm trying to, uh, just called Star Wars The Force Awakens Aliens, I want to say. Okay. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens: Tales from a Galaxy Far, Far Away, Aliens, which is um, a short book of like six or seven or so short stories about background characters that are in uh, Force Awakens. And, okay. Uh, it's amazing, but there's a story in particular that um, it's the uh, Crimson Corsair. I'm not familiar with that if, one. Uh, he's the guy who in a Force Awakens, um, uh, Finn is told you can join that guy's crew if you want. He's looking for people. He's got, like that cool red helmet. It's like a, a big swoopy out the side, almost look like a, like a hammerhead shark with a big yeah fin. yeah yeah. When they're in, uh, it's not the most isolated. It's the new Moss Eisley. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh shit. Were there Mazes? Yeah, Mazes. Mazes. Yeah. Um, so Crimson Corsair, and so there's a story. Um, where they're going after uh, a um, treasure from the Clone Wars that it was uh, uh, Dooku's original Dooku ship. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and so it's, it's called like the, the treasure of Count Dooku or something. I think it is. And so it's like little things like that where he takes his crew out and, um, I mean, spoilers a little bit for people. Mm-hmm. Um, it ties into a story that was supposed to be in the seventh season of Clone Wars that never came out that I assume is going to at some point, but it's one of, there's like, what, four stories? Mm-hmm. There were arcs and Clone Wars that are still considered canon, even though they haven't officially fully come out. Okay. Uh, one is Dark Disciple book. Mm-hmm. One is the Ahsoka book. Um, the third one is this one about uh, the clone troopers. Yeah. Um, where one of the clone troopers, I want to say it's the medic, from Clone Wars discovers the Order 66 discovers it and is captured uh, by uh, Doku so he doesn't go and tell uh, the Jedi and so they have him in stasis on his ship in the shipwrecks so that ends up being what is the treasure of, of Doku that's been oh. legend they actually fall out and rescue 
one of the, of the clone troopers. That's so cool. From Clone Wars, and he joins their crew. And it's like, uh, yes! Okay, okay, so this is the other thing, too, I will say I really love, is that they brought in one of the clones from Clone, Clone yeah. Wars and Rebels. And yeah, they've... Rex. I love Rex. And here's... I, I didn't, I've watched Clone Wars sporadically, even with on Netflix. Well, again, part of it is... Um, it, it's all very... It's not in order, so... Yeah, it's kind of weird how they did that. Yeah, and I... Because, again, I think... I don't... I have not read any interviews or anything like that, but the my knowledge of, of the show in general and looking at it, I got a sense that first season, George was super involved. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you need to do, sure. giving diction. In season two, I think Fellaini and the group just kind of started like, George, we need this approved. Do you approve it? Yes. All right. And then they kind of did their thing. Yeah. And then when that, that happened, the show really started to really groove. Yeah. And that's the vibe I've, I've gotten from the episodes I've seen. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, oh man. I kind of get the feeling like they told this long story and occasionally they'll be like, Hey, that thing we referenced, we should go back and tell that story. And they kind of like would go back and do like a two episode thing to, Mm -hmm. about a thing that they'd only referenced previously because they realized they should have told that story. Right. It it seems like there's like a lot of that going all the way through the whole thing. Cause it is kind of chunky. And the other thing with, um, but, but when they, when, cause Rex, that's fine. But then you, what happened to his band, the, the, that group, the yeah. other clones, and they bring him out, and they did survive that one, but they lost a lot in the process. Well, one of them is kind of nuts. Uh, oh, yeah, so I, got, yeah, yeah, because I just remember he's the one, like he's very technically or forget. I just remember he was one always kind of piloting the inside of the radar and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but he was kind of loopy. Yeah, well, there's uh, that was the one who went nuts. Uh, the one who. That turned out that uh, Order sixty six was like frying its brain. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, and like that's and that's how the medic ended up fi- finding out about everything, and that's why. Oh, okay. Did they did they did they show that in Clone Wars? Part then? of it. Part of it. Okay, and the, the other. It, the, I gotcha. fi- the final part of that was supposed to be in the season that didn't go through, which was um, the um, uh, uh, Ventress story, which mm. is in Dark Disciple. Okay. Um. And it was uh, the Ahsoka story, and then it was this uh, the five hundred one story. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was supposed to wrap up all three of those. I'm not sure if there was an. an I'm sure there was an Anakin story in there. There's like a fourth one because they always worked in one of them. But oh man, but I I absolutely love that they brought the clones back and they answer that now again but again that's one of those episodes i could have just watched them for an hour yeah. and do stuff like that and a lot of fun because actually it kind of became a mini jaws for yeah. the, they're on that barge and they're kind of working through their shit together <laughs> uh, well rex rex is good but yeah. rex is trying to get through to them which is like we want no part of this we're yeah. or and then they and, and also they kind of lightly dance around order 66 a little bit too they don't come right down delve yeah. right into it which again so again it's just like i want to know more show me uh, but that's again that's what a great job they're doing on that show like they want you you want to see an hour-long episode of some of that stuff which is just it's so good so, so speaking of then what do you want to see because now all the articles are coming out right now and of course there's probably going to be a trailer coming out in a week or two for celebration okay uh and all season the, four yeah and all the scene, mm. all the articles are coming out like fifteen things Rebels has to do in season four, and most of them I'm like, no, shut up, I don't care. If you don't, I don't care if Han Solo shows up in, in Rebels. It doesn't I actually, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I want them to stop doing some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mom Mothma kind of makes sense, but I think I even asked you because I was confused by that. I was like, and I watched it like twice. I was like, I'm missing something because 
they know that she's working or she stood up in yeah. the Senate and kind of complained about what the Empire was doing. And then the very the, the season finale, it's like, I can't risk myself. I almost got caught before. I was like, wait. Well, that, and to me, that's one of the things that I really need to see uh, in, in the new season is the Senate, the people in the, uh, the rebellion that are part of the Senate... Mm-hmm. Are still part of the Senate in Rogue One. Yes, and and New Hope. Right, and and yeah, and, and into a New Hope. Um, so, if she has come out and is unifying these people already in Rebels, how much time is in between that and Rogue One? Say maybe a year, or two at the most. Yeah, and again, though the show, it's kind of like The Walking Dead in that regard. Yeah. The show's been on for, like, what, nine years? It feels like nine years. I mean, I like Walking Dead, but sometimes it feels like it's nine years. But in reality, it's only been, like, what, four or five months? Yeah. Well, it was, was it Breaking Bad took place over the whole span of whatever it was, the amount of time? He had left to live. He had left to live. It was, like, they, it was like a year and a half, two years? Yeah, that they said in the first episode. Right. So. And so the passage of time is very different in the show. Right. Yeah, and I and I get that. So, But, um, I, but yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, you know, sometimes... I'm okay with them bringing some characters back, like and again, but it's not characters from the the, the trilogy. Although I was fine with Leia. No, Leia's different. They got the hammerheads because she's in the rebellion. Yes, and I that to me is acceptable. Senator Organa is acceptable. Mm -hmm. Mom Mothma is even acceptable. But again, I okay for me, I wouldn't mind seeing the political side of of things a little bit because they are the rebels. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I think it would be a okay. This is me, and again, Disney won't let them do this. Sure. Um, I would mind fuck him a little bit, which is the season premiere would just be there's nothing about Kanan, nothing about Ezra. Mm. Star Wars, da 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 da, and you just cut it and you're in the Senate. And the whole episode, you just deal with that. And maybe the next episode, same yeah. thing. And, and, and then you ducktail it. I feel into, like at this point, they could get away with that because at, at, with four seasons in, you've got your audience. That's true. You're generally not attracting new people out of nowhere, which is yeah. generally why they're probably going to. I'm going to be very curious. If they, they announced survive. this is the last season at Celebration. Because it, it did take a little while for this pickup. It did, yeah. And, and they with, picked it up midway through last season. Yeah. So, yeah. And with Dave being now story editor, uh, animation director, not just over the show, that wouldn't be surprised if they're putting something else into production and mm-hmm. winding this down. Mm. So, man. So, uh, so. But I wouldn't mind more sentence or just political stuff. I agree. Because. Because um, that's also a fascinating front that we've not really got into, and I don't, and I don't, God love him, I really don't want to see Ezra and that gang get in with that, just yeah. so I can see it, because it's kind of Ezra's story, and I, I respect that. But at this point, it's also you're kind of telling the rebellion story, but the story group might not approve that because mm-hmm. they might do other stuff. I, I get that, but we don't need Han, no. we don't need Chewie. We we already have saw Chewie in the fucking Clone Wars, and I don't want to see. I'm sorry, like Which that's cool. Che- Chewie was in the Clone Wars, so that's fine. Yeah, but it, again, at that point, it, well, again, that's the problem with Star Wars. Sometimes it's like obligatory cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't want to see probably any of that. Like even Obi Obi Wan was well done, mm-hmm. and again, if maybe if it was an hour long episode, I pro- might, I, he might have overstayed his welcome. Yeah. So that that's a down, downside if that if I got my wish on that one. So, but I don't want to see Han Solo. I th- yeah, I think I think Obi Wan's done on the show. I think they had their thing. Oh no, he he is done. I think the way that interview you sent me, yeah. um, where uh, he was just like, uh yeah. He's now just going to focus on Luke, and there's no need to. Ezra's not going to betray Obi Wan's secret yep. out there like that. So, so that's that's what I'm curious. I 
I'm wondering if if it wouldn't be just a powerful ending if I think one or the two of them it at least one of the two of them has to die. Yeah. Well, if some, not both. Something else to think about: the Black Saber was on the planet that got killed on Rogue One, the end planet. Well, the, it was the files for it. Oh, was it just the files? Yeah, it's just the files. Oh, that was just the data. That was just the archive. So for some reason, I thought it was archive as in data and actual specimens. I think it was just data. Okay, never mind then, because I was watching, I was like, yeah, Dark, Dark Saber. Saber, I know, because they showed the trailers like later this season on Rebels, and you yeah. just say, is that the Dark Saber, Sabine? And you're just like, they just said that in Rogue One, they said it in Rogue One, yeah. yay, yay. And then they showed, I was like, that's awesome, Dark Sabers are cool. Well, that was my favorite uh, mod you could do on the original Star Wars oh. uh, Dark Forces 2 Jedi yeah. Knight. You could change your color of your saber to yeah. a black saber, and I was like, that's fucking rad, yeah. I'm curious, what I, what I would like to see yes. is... At least one of the two of them get killed off. Killed off at Vader's castle. That would be interesting. Now, would that be like a final? Not a final. Fight, final fight for them, obviously. But yeah. like, what's in Vader's castle that that they would be there? Are they trying to do a full court that's attack? What, full that's court what I'm press. If they or? have to do an attack on him, or if they have to like go for something or whatever. But or if he takes them there. But that's one of the things of um in. in the story officially is that Vader would take Jedi to his castle to, to torture and kill them. Uh, I did not know that. That makes, I mean, that's creepy too. Yeah. That place is spooky shit. Right. That that was the last place many Jedi saw. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be, and we know Hera survives at least to the battle. At least to the battle. Um, we know that Chopper as well, but we don't know who else. We don't know if Sabine, we don't know, actually, the rest of the crew. Um, I, I will say this, if anyone does die, it will probably be Caleb. Yeah. Which I hate to say that. Matter of fact, I actually think it would be better if Caleb survived. Like, actually, that would be the tragedy, is that out of everyone, it's Chopper, Hera, and Kalem. Yeah. But that, again, I like sad, depressing shit that moves me. Grant, well, I mean, as long as you do it well, of course. Well, and, and if he became the gray... Like... He, uh, was that the guy from Force Awakens? Uh, uh, no, was, um, Who's the gray? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, the big... Oh, God, I'm going to mispronounce it. Like Beru, or whatever it is. The, uh, the huge... Uh, the guy that... Uh, Tom from Doctor Who voiced the the, uh, the guy who took out Thawne by turning into a lightning cloud. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Beru yeah. Or whatever. I think yeah. Which and that was I didn't know what side. I mean that was good too. Like that whole thing. I still don't know what the payoff for that is necessarily. Right. And that's what I'm wondering if that's uh, Kanan's story. Oh. If if they're in, entwined. I get what you're saying. So, would you like... So, okay. Okay, yeah. Now, I, I don't think Thrawn's done yet, either. No, he's coming back. Especially especially after his warning of his what I see. Well, Thrawn is also referenced uh, in the Aftermath books. Is he... Al- uh, you can say spoilers. Is well, he... I don't, I don't need... Is he alive or dead? It's, it's not or it's specifically vague. said. Okay. But um, <clears throat> his mission... For the emperor is referenced. Mm. Okay. He's part his uh, his uh, work for the emperor, and it comes out. Uh, the book comes out, I guess, this Tuesday. The new Thrawn book. Okay. Um, 
and the uh, there has been pieces out there already, but he, they talk about how he his job is he knows the unknown regions, and he can chart them for the emperor. Mm. Um, which is kind of hinted at a little bit with uh, rebels, and it ties in with the fact of in the original story, which where, where he comes into his own after Return of the Jedi, that he is in a nebula region. An unknown region. Okay. So if he's now charting the unknown regions, which is uh, where in Force Awakens they say the First Order comes from the unknown regions. Oh. So I'm thinking this, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things where uh, Thrawn says that in one of the excerpts they put in the book, and obviously the Emperor. Uh, it's one of the interesting things. I don't know how much it was in the original extended universe, but how xenophobic Star Wars actually is. Oh, interesting. Um, it's it's in a lot of the stuff in the new new thing, but how they lightly touched on it a little bit with some of the other. Not Kalem. Uh, Kalem was kind of a little bit at first with Thrawn, mm-hmm. uh, but some of the people under Thrawn. Uh, the, I can't remember the girls. The girl yeah. and the other. As a matter of fact, oh my god, that fucking stupid idiot. Which, granted, good for him because yay for the rebels. But yeah. like, why would you move? He told you specifically not to move. Yeah, there's that, a, there's a lot of xenophobia in. I mean, it's, it's like the language that they speak in Star Wars is called uh, basic. Essentially. Yes. So it, it's, everything has to be in basic, which is English, you know, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, so it's the fact that the government hates for, foreign tongues. It's once they. Uh, how. Palpatine is so xenophobic and hates aliens and just disposes of them and their cultures throughout the movies, the books, and everything. It's just, just undertone. Look at it. Everyone in the Empire is all... Uniform. They and, look the same. They act the same. Pretty much white humans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they kind of used, whether that was intended at the very start... Or if just like, hey, this is what we got. We're filming in England. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, British and, accent, bad guys. Um, and I also don't think that British was as Britain was as accepting at the time. Like, if you look at go to Great Britain now, like they're having their own set of political problems. Sure. But the problems they have, like for example, Doctor Who, Mickey. Like was a main character right off the yeah. bat. You know what I mean? Very black, very diverse cast mm-hmm. in all their shows. Like we have problems with that on our three basic networks, uh, and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. It, well, so that's funny. Like, how you, you talk about that? Like uh, especially like uh, I guess I always view it as like character mirroring. Um, mm-hmm. Like what you said about how you thought of uh, the character I mentioned having the blood virus as being a he. Initially, well, that that's yeah, well, that's character mirroring and the fact that you kind of see yourself in into a thing as if like, um, you know, writing if you know, like if I'm writing a thing, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things. That sometimes I have to kind of get a little bit out of my headspace. Be like, this isn't a white, this isn't a white guy. Yeah. Um, I initially I just wrote a, a pilot script and I kind of went to, made a point to point out that like my character is an African American. It influences things later on. Plus, I thought it was boring to have it be a white guy, but yeah, yeah. It's kind of which, a, uh, by the way, your Trump uh, 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 doorman for Trump oh. script was so. Fun. Well, Jimmy told me he's like, 
I'm just I can't tell you anything more about it. It involves a doorman and uh but he he let me read it and okay. it's phenomenal. Oh, I was you. like I was like uh oh. and then you finally post I was like oh thank god. Matter of fact I'll post it in the show notes oh, okay, if, you, if if that's okay. No, go go please. Yeah 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 it's it's really funny. I Thanks. for shame for SNL. Oh uh, it's all right. You, know, you that, don't want to deal matter of fact you just well, you get a better show than SNL. No, no, I know that's probably the yeah. dream, though. So I don't want. I don't want to show your dream. I would love. That's one of like the, the like, like a couple of writing goals I would have in my life. I want to be like to get a sketch on SNL, mm-hmm. or even just to get on update. Um, oh cause, yeah, because update actually does uh, take in contributors. Oh, they do. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, they do take in contributors. Um, the other would be to write for one of those like. From a certain point of view, Star Wars books like take a background character and add something to canon. Yeah, like those would be. be. Well, and and correct me if I'm wrong on this. Didn't you used to work at DC at one point? Yes. Which that's fucking rad. Yeah, man. I was As, um, essentially an intern, but they give you the title of art director. Um, is that really? What the, that's yeah. cool. That way, I mean, that way they don't pay you. Um, but not you, cool. Yeah. But I also got to say I was an art director at DC, and this was back in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and having like a Warner Brothers business card kind of thing, this was like you know art director, or like a, like I didn't have a card, but I had like a, a thing, uh, like a name tag, whatever. Yeah, that I could at least show. And I got into so many different recruiting events. Like I crashed. I, I wasn't being paid, obviously. I was crashing three to four recruiting events a week. Uh, just by showing that, even though I wasn't on the list, and they would just let me in, and I would just uh, eat from the buffet, have like three beers, and then go home, like at least three to four nights a week. So I was just eating out for free on every. What kind of stuff did they have you doing as art? Well, as an intern. Oh uh, sure. Um, I'm I'm curious about uh, that. Uh, the original Watchman toys that Alan Moore pulled, I designed the cards for. Oh wow! Uh, I got to play with the toys um, that only exist in prototype. Um, I did a bunch of stuff for Sandman, a quotable Sandman book. I did the layout for that. Oh my god! Uh, helped design for the Goldie plush toy. Uh, Batgirl animated statue is my design. Nice. Um, a bunch of stuff in like in-house ads and uh, some spreads. Because I know you do some. Marketing stuff for Mad Lab too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I took over like like as like brand director mm-hmm. a couple a couple of years back, kind of like around uh, around the time Jim uh, took over and kind of help uh, give a, a unify uh, a lot of stuff and uh, like uh, set up deadlines. <laughs> That's what I want <laughs> some stuff. That's um, so cool. It's you know we need volunteers. What are you gonna? No, yeah. Are you gonna do those? Do you ever? Do you, so do you, that's so fascinating. I'm. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. Sure. Not now on this one. Uh, sorry, because we we've been talking for over an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but uh, so to so to uninception there and so Star Wars episode or season four of Rebels. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't mind seeing some characters. Maybe maybe. I, I, I want to see Cassian. I want to see Cassian. I, yes. Fulcrum. Yeah. Um, to me, that's the one that makes the most sense. It's like. Uh, I know people say Jin, but like Jin, you know, Jin, in my opinion, could cross over to young Han Solo, and I think that would be okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't see her in Rebels. I feel like that's too much of a. Nah. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't see that at, happening. At, at this point, Saw has abandoned her. Yes. So I think we need to see Saw again. 
that was the one thing I actually didn't. That was a character earlier. I was like, I don't mind if they would bring him back mm-hmm. because I feel like, man, you you got fucking Forrest Whitaker, and you even had him come back on Rebels, which I was probably part of his deal. Yeah, but I was like, such a waste of a brilliant actor. Just for like, well, granted though that movie changed so many times. We he could have had a way bigger part, and we don't know. Um, but but from the final proc, it's like that feels very wasted. So I would not mind him coming back. And, and I still want to see why. And that's one thing I want to see explained. As much as I you know, I, I hate. I don't always want to see how the sausage is made. Mm-hmm. But in in this perspective, how he gets from where he was in the episode of Rebels from this time mm-hmm. to needing to having essentially a collapsed lung, missing a foot. Yeah, he didn't have either one of those things yet in Rebels. That's true. So to me, there's a story there. Well, and and, and yeah, and maybe that's something where maybe that's part of the, something they have down the pike and we don't know about yet, which is that maybe they they might they may bring him back in Rebels, well, but it might be he might get like his own one shot animated movie. Or see, I thought that was actually going to come out with the uh, Ghost of Geonosis uh, two episodes. Yeah, uh, was and it's something that they referred to in um, the Art of Rogue One. Is this breathing apparatus is from um, like the po- poison from Geonosis? Hmm. So if if all this time investigating stuff on that planet that he's bre- he has breathed in enough of the poison that they use to exterminate all the bugs, yeah. And that's one of the things too that's really well done is that all ties into the Catalyst book, okay, which is the Rogue One prequel. Hmm. That book is all about Galen Erso. And um, and director Krennic, yes, and um, and obviously it's not really a spoiler because if you've seen Rogue One, but uh, yeah, and, and a little uh, little Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh my God, this is so cool! But yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's all the behind the scenes political empire stuff. Now was uh, was and, his and, and Peggle the Lesser was his wife Jedi in that one or cause she wasn't in the movie but apparently they shot stuff where she was a Jedi yeah she so, is not she okay. is she's actually a very very cool character in the book she is essentially um I don't know, she's an archaeologist looking uh for um I don't know she's like studying crystals somewhat mm-hmm. uh, she's not as into them as as Galen, but she is unearthing um, ex- excavations and, and looking up old cultures and stuff. As, as like a little bit of an Indiana Jones in the in the Star Wars universe. That's cool. And in some of the stuff, basically, Krennic is kind of sending her to look for planets where they think there might be Kyber. Ah, oh, Krennic. Krennic, Krennic, yeah, Krennic. It's, he's he's more of a manipulative bastard in the book than he is in the movie, and you can yeah. see how it's, it's kind of like how I mean he's almost um, uh, like uh, Sean Puffy Combs with Biggie. He's like he's got uh, he knows he's got a superstar and he's going to ride his coattails as much as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and without him, he's not as good. Um, <laughs> but. Very true. Very but, true. Yeah, it, and it's kind of one of those things that he is just—he's you know—he's got this guy as a superstar that's brilliant, but isn't good at manipulating political stuff. And Krennic is good at political, but wasn't as good at science. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, in an all-white uniform as a science officer, just like a certain Grand Admiral, <clears throat> yeah, who happens to have Death Troopers with him. Uh, now, 
I forget is Dark Forces. That's not. That's no. That's Star Wars Legends now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Because the Death Troopers, I think, were introduced in the game. Like that was the yeah. whole thing is that they were building Death Troopers, and yeah. then your guy. It's not Kylo. It's Kyle. Yeah. Kyle something Kyle. other. He shuts it down, which. Uh, I just remember I, I thought it was so cool I was like I don't need Doom I got Star Wars yeah, first person cool, shooter it was a cool idea and, cool, and, it's, and, it was, and the coolest thing about Shadows of the Empire was that it introduced Black Sun yes which um, I guess Shadows is a different tie in I think um, mm-hmm. there's a couple of them around the same time they're all kind of uh, at the same time but yeah and I mean, we know Black Sun exists in the universe. They have been referenced. Do you want to see Black Sun in season four of Rebels, or like maybe, 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 maybe not something like very full force, but maybe something at the end? It's like this one character is actually part of Black Sun, and I, then it leaves a thread open for something later. I feel like Black Sun might be better worked into the Han Solo stuff. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, granted, it would it would have been perfect if they did do the Boba Fett standalone, but thank God they didn't because I don't care for. I think Josh Trank would have been terrible. <laughs> I, I honestly, I also don't understand what the big deal with Boba Fett is. I mean, not especially after I saw the the the, new, the, the second trilogy, it made me actually care less about Boba Fett. I'm uh, Team Bosk. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. After reading Aftermath, it might be Team Dengar, which I did not see coming. Okay. They, they give Dengar an arc. Wow. Through three books that I was not expecting. <laughs> Dengar. Yeah. Like, how's that even... <laughs> the guy who, like, they were like, I don't know, we're put a fucking diaper on his head and have him stand on the Death Star or whatever. <laughs> in Empire. Uh, the Executor. I guess it would have been. Um, well, uh, any other closing things you want to see on Rebels, though, in Season 4? Besides that? I, I mean, obviously they've teased it, but the, the Mandalorian War is coming. Ye- yes, and then see, and if you go by the Legends book, that happened years yeah. and years and years before, like before the Jedi fell, the Mandalorian right. Wars happened. So that's fascinating that that is it is slowly building up to that, and I like that twist too. Like, I kind of wish that Sabine didn't join her family right away. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were kind of doing a thematically a, a Han Solo moment in the final episode, yeah. and they did, which is fine. But I was like, I kind of would have liked to. I think again, anytime a show throws off because it's a show you have to kind of reset at the end of every episode and I was like oh she's gone for a few episodes and I thought man if you can go into the next season doing that too and then bring her back I thought but again they still did a really good job of that and uh, the way they worked her mother and that just that half hour was really well done and they worked that group of Mandalorians armor to be what the original Stormtrooper armor was supposed to be yes so oh so cool and and actually it was nice to see a space battle it was too uh, where Ezra's on the ship and doing lightsaber stuff on space it's different um, who is the droid uh, the uh, with Chopper he's oh the, yeah the guy, the guy the, all, all I can think of with him is Alan Rickman yeah I, and it's I know not. I looked I know, him up. It's, you know, it's not, but the, it feels like they're very doing a direct nod to their his Marvin the Mar- Marvin yeah. the robot. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, but that was actually a good episode too because it's like no one. I like those little one. Sometimes it feels like one little one offs, mm-hmm. but also they set up the uh, different type of uh, droids. Oh yeah. Or, uh, the probes. Yeah. Where I was like, that's fucking terrifying because I know the other probe droid was like an empire yeah he pops his head out boop, boop, boop. it looks like a weird octopus thing floating around in the sky it has guns but it's pretty weak but um yeah uh, well, then it ties into the fact that like, Thrawn that's how he narrows down the systems 
Yes, oh, that's so, so good. And such a good tactician. I I would like to see Thrawn come back. Uh, he you know I know he will, but I would I would kind of like hope he still says kind of as a main main bad guy. I don't know if they will or not. Um, I like him as it's one of the um, I can't remember who it was one of the uh, Batman editors when I was when I was at DC said mm-hmm. he's like Joker should always be an event, and I feel that way about Thrawn. Okay, in the fact that he's like you should never just be like I need a villain I don't know have this be the Joker. What I it's like when it comes to Batman, Joker should always matter. It should always be an event. Okay, and I feel that way with Thrawn. The way they built him up, like. But he can't just always be there, and they they just get away from him. Well, that's the thing though is that in honesty, he's never he's actually been playing with them mm-hmm. to see how they work. Right. And I think the first time he actually felt he had the upper hand, Kalen was right. Yeah, they 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 will find a way to outsmart you. And granted, it was kind of from divine force like being, right. but you know that probably has to piss thrown off a bit. Oh, yeah. So I and so I think that there is still something to be said with that, and that could lead him further. Now, do I want to see him in every episode? No, because right. he wasn't every episode this no. season. And I like how they used him that way. Like he kind of came in, yeah, in and out. So if they did that, I would be fine with even that. But um, uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if a character dies or two. Um, and then uh, I would like to see a little bit more of. Mm. I guess the question is: Is this a final season, or is it just a fourth season? Yeah, so that's with, true with, too. With colors that a little bit. If it's the final season, then I want I want to see a lot of things wrapped up. Like I like, and you know what? I I wouldn't mind seeing something. So even if not all the characters make it, I want to see an episode that what happens with the Ghost Crew, whatever's left during Rogue One. I want to see their. POV of it, if if it's possible. I think that would, if that's the finale episode, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, All right, so. um, yeah. The, to me, that has to be the final episode. Is Rogue One from their POV? I I agree. Um, and now, if if everyone makes it though, that's the. I, I think here, here's interesting. Here's the here'd be my final question then. Sure. Yes. Is it more powerful uh, uh, with your writer hat on? Yes. Kanan or Ezra dying first? If you, if let's say they both die, yeah. Do you kill? Do you That's kill? That's a hard one. You know what I mean? Like, do you kill the Padawan and send Kanan off the deep end, or do you kill Kanan and send Ezra on some kind of? That's hard because Ezra. Oh man, because the show's somewhat through Ezra's eyes, but then it's also through Kanan's eyes. As the se- well, no pun intended. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, but like it follows him as the second kind of lead. Really, it does, um, especially this season, which was I, again I enjoyed. So, because uh, I, I I don't the the real bout would be if you kill Ezra first, would would he go nuts? I think that would be the arc of that, and that it's like he has to remain be he has to be a Jedi about it, which is I can't be moved to anger for this. Mm-hmm. And then have him. If I did it that way, that's how I would go. Which is where. So instead of rushing into like Darth Maul would, like mm-hmm. I'm going to come at you, Jedi, with everything I have. And then Obi Wan's just very like zen about it, and then kills him. I would. I would hope. Grand, he would die in the process. But I would hope he would have a response like that. Yeah. 
and you would have him internalize and and externalize the struggle that you killed Ezra, uh, and then he has to go, no, 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 I have to do one. And it shows him that's him just kind of opening himself up to be killed. I I, I probably wouldn't do it that way. Again, it depends on what other stuff is going on, but uh, I would do it that way. But then the other way is too is that Ezra is your kind of lead. And by theory, you would have him survive it before he died. But again, if that would happen, it would have to be a sacrifice play for somebody else to... um, Part of me is if it ends with uh, Rogue One, what if they crashed on the planet? Or not not the ghost, but like they were in another ship and they crashed on the planet or or something else. And then they went with that. There's multiple things that they could do. Or they went and... That's kind of the thing. I, I feel like it would be an interesting parallel... If at some point Cam sacrifices himself, yeah, first, first, mm-hmm. and then an opportunity presents itself, and Ezra rushes in to face Vader, a la Luke, and then it doesn't work out. And it doesn't work out, <sighs> man. And but does he in the process do something like it's also kind of a sacrifice play too, or is it a little bit? Could be any, yeah, it could be anything on that point, but yeah, yeah. But but the final death is him and Vader going at it. Well, or or it will be throwing this out there. Um, it will not be one of them will survive, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be Ashoka because mm-hmm. she did survive. I don't care. He he can be a coy, be the whole typical showrunner crap. Yeah. We got, but I watched that clip a few times. You can see her running into the caverns as it collapses. I was like, I, I you know freeze frame it. God love it. And I was like, she that's they didn't that's she's there. That or they're doing that, and then they're gonna say she's dead, and then I'll be then I'll be pissed. But and I feel like they all have to be. I feel like they all have to be dead going into Rogue One. Yeah, just because of the line, uh, Mon says to, uh, um, to what's his face of uh, uh, Organa. Yeah. Of, uh, what about your Jedi friend? Yeah, that's true. So there's none left. It's like, like why else would you send him? Yeah, when you have these two other ones. Oh, yeah. That's why I think. So, Because she knows they're Jedi. Yes. It, we, we have now established the fact in, in the end of season three, she knows they are Jedi. Yes. She knows that they are not out of Jedi. <sighs> That's a good point. So, yeah, so then, so really the ending, and then I see that as the writer would make me happy, which is that if they go maybe even in the middle of the season it's really about Hera mm-hmm. and then it's about making Hera the general that she needs to be and her and Sabine and Zeb mm-hmm. uh, that that's yes so See, yeah I mean that's what, what I mean yeah so, so but you would have but you would have Kanan go first with your writer hat on and then Ezra yeah because I, I would mirror uh why Luke is the one not why Ezra is have the, well, Kanan thinks that kind of, but yeah. Ezra is not really aware of what that's what's they're hoping. Well, no, but I asked me as far as the, the one to take out. Well, right, Vader. Is like, I would just kind of mirror a little bit. Okay, okay. Well, Yoda. Well, they no, they don't even really tell Luke exactly that either in, no. the, in the trilogy too. They talk around him about it, but and so they yeah they kind of do it. Well, no, Kanan does it to himself or to Hera in Rebels. So, um, okay, well. <laughs> so season four, when it comes out, yeah. we'll definitely circle back around, or we'll, we'll oh, do yeah. another Star Wars movie. I think is it this Christmas? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi. Which hopefully Jesus. that uh, is coming out pretty soon, the trailer, because yeah. should be it. Uh, celebration. Yeah, celebrate. When celebration again? It's uh, it being in May. Oh, it's next week. Fifteenth. And you know when they do that, they're going. It's going to be tied into Guardians too, because that's their Disney's oh, big yeah, yeah. other franchise. What you do, you pop it on their next big summer movie. Oh yeah. So um, it wouldn't surprise me that or they release it at Celebration, and at that point they tag it to a few other movies, but then they maybe do a second trailer for well, Homecoming. They, well, they did last time. They did a teaser and then the tra- the first trailer. So they might do the teaser at Celebration and the first trailer with with Guardians. Wasn't the, uh, yeah, wasn't the teaser to ending with um, Chewie, we're home? Han, it's true. Oh. All of it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's what it was. All right, well, uh, oh, do you have anything you would like to plug officially here at the end of the show? Um... See, I guess I don't know. Just check out my website. I guess um, I've got links to all the stuff I've written, including uh, the doorman sketch mm-hmm. that uh, Nick mentioned earlier. Yes, um, so funny. A lot of um, film sketches, written sketches, uh, individual uh, satire jokes and stories that have been published on various websites like uh, McSweeney's uh, Internet Tendency and uh, Robot Butt. Um, yeah, so check that out, um, including, you know, there's even videos of me in my underwear, because, you know, do anything for comedy. <laughs> Dude, you know, that's good, though. You need to be fearless for that kind of uh, thing. Like, I... Vanity must be the first thing you sacrifice. Can, can I... Uh, and this is how insane my brain... So I did Sketchy Sex at Mad Lab. Yep. And... Uh, and Nick was fantastic. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I really wasn't doing that for... for a, nope. Tell me more. Oh, you didn't uh, have to fish, but you caught something. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, did, I did. So, no, but one of the things is that I am very weird. So, like... like we're moving so it doesn't look great like but my wife this is freaking her out right now but like by being a guy i'm a little bit slavish at times but if you would so there is a one moment where the whole cast has to lay down on the floor mm-hmm. during one of the sketches okay we get knocked out and we go down the floor okay yeah, yeah. yeah the sperm sketch mm-hmm. yeah laura yep. croft i, I remember which one that yeah was. for those in the audience just know we all lay on the floor and that I, I, my brain, my, I am a little OCD with when it comes to some things. Even though, like, I'll, you know, like I might not dust for a bit. I don't, I don't mind dust, but when it comes like laying down on the floor or anything like that, I would just start kind of like. Ah. And then you're wearing black because that's what you do in theater. Right. You wear black pants, black shirt. So I'm like, do you see the dust, Shane? Wipe the dust off my back. You know. I've been on that floor <laughs> so many times. Oh, right. No. And you guys are awesome. Uh, you did Keith and Marianne, who's in It's All Been Done with Us. Yes. You were Keith actually, yes. and. FFN's date night, which is phenomenal, oh, and then uh, I forget who played me, but yeah, I have all my tokens of love of paper towels. Uh, Matt Stout, M- Matt Stout, yeah, uh, yeah, the paper so towels. good, so good. I was only sad we didn't get to see how I got out of jail, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm actually kind of well, glad I'm stuck in jail. I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, <laughs> if they didn't call it, then I had a scene I was about to run out with. Yeah, I remember this, and I was going to kill you. Um, <laughs> um, as Keith, or was it as? Well, no, it was as. Because I, I, yeah, I did come out. No, I came out at Keith as Keith at one point, didn't I? And yeah. Well, everyone came out at one point. Oh, yeah, I think Wooza came out as oh, yeah, the cat again. Yeah, yeah. You were. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I wanted to jump out. Uh, actually, I wasn't going to kill you. I was. I was going to uh, uh, make your wife a murderer. Oh. Um, I was going to come in as your cellmate. Because remember, they were talking about dynamite. They were going to blow up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to be the guy. I was going to be your cellmate standing at the window describing the moon and how, <laughs> and how nice it looked and and the colors. And do you smell something? And I was going to essentially get blown up and uh, make your wife a murderer. So she also had to go to jail. 
Oh, except, yay. Except they called it the scene before that. I'm like, okay, I got an ending. I got an ending. And then the next, the scene right before that was like so good. They called it. I'm like, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> ending I just made up in my brain is just going to have to stay there. Oh, man. Uh, it is so much fun. Uh, I'm so glad we got to do that because it, oh, that was my first date night, um, which okay. is at Mad Lab, where you can find out more at, when it comes out. MadLab.net. Mad yeah. yeah. Uh, and we, got, we have a June show coming up. Uh, oh, do you guys? We're, we always do like an experimental June show where we mm-hmm. come up with some kind of new form or something. It's not nailed down exactly what it's going to be just yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like only four shows, but we do something. Now, is it FFN or is it? Yeah, still FFN. Okay. Uh, and we do it. It's, it's more experimental. It's more, it's a weirder show usually. Okay. Um, is it, will it be on the Tuesday nights thing? No, it's going to be uh, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, the big, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, it's like a bit of a reset between uh, uh, Roulette and Young Writers. Gotcha. Okay. Very so cool. That it's like, you know, something to kind of fill in in there between those two huge productions with a lot of casts. And stuff. Yeah. So there's some breathing time between them. Yeah. So, uh, which is funny. So I'll just end on this too. So please check out Eric's website. But, and we didn't, we were very serious up into this last little bit. Oh, yeah. Eric is an improv, co- you know, comedian yeah. and he is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Um, again, we, it was very serious Star Wars talk up until that last little bit. <laughs> that's, what so. that's what I was here for. Oh, no, well, true. But yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah. So if you're hearing the Star, serious Star Wars talk, that's awesome awesome but know that he is a very funny guy and we'll go to the website read the sketches yep. check out the com- check out the fearless comedy which i am not as fearless <laughs> on I, like if i am i'm a lot more yeah it's, uh, the night mm-hmm. I, I had the idea for the dad bod video uh the night beforehand i was like oh god i've got an idea for a sketch we have to film it tomorrow though yeah and i was like i'm gonna like let me write it out let me see if it's funny i wrote it i'm like god damn it it's funny <sighs> i have to do this yeah see, so i uh, called up three other guys i'm like will you get in your underwear for me for a comedy sketch <laughs> and you know steven woosley uh being oh, one of them woosley i feel always is prone to just yep. jump into underwear or lack there yep. and then his brother uh does he, still do, does he still do music yeah okay okay and then uh greg who is part who is on this right now he's from hashtag oh from hashtag okay okay right. and uh yeah we crushed out a video in a day i had it all online the next day we got ahead of snl and daily show by a week before they had anything done on dad bod nice won a couple awards got some money from it yay so, you know, got, got enough money to pay for getting things submitted to places to try to win money <laughs> well i'll put that i'll post the link to that in the show notes too uh well website yeah yeah so um so yeah thanks very much for listening oh, eric thank you. you for coming out and uh see you next time thank you get out of here without jeez you're a creep go away we're having a good time until you start up cheapers go have some coffee with cream or something because i'll tell you something this is a happy place <laughs>